0: On balance, there's more water diverted into the Great Lakes Basin than out of the Great Lakes Basin, even including Chicago River.
1: How is that? Explain that.
0: The largest diversion in the Great Lakes is actually up in Lake Superior, and it diverts water into the Great Lakes Basin. It was built a long time ago to support power and hydro generation during the war effort. The number I always remember is five-thirds. There's more water diverted in. There's five-thirds water diverted into the basin. So even though Chicago diverts water out, there's actually a larger amount of water diverted into the basin.
1: Should I feel reassured in some way knowing that? It's a context.
0: You know, it's not the definitive piece, but it is an important part of the overall you know, hydrology and story for the Great Lakes. Everybody looks at Chicago and says, we divert water out. They don't move it back into the basin. They move it out because... When they realized that their waste was going into Southern Lake Michigan near where their drinking water was and (laughs) turned into a public health crisis, they decided to send their waste down the Mississippi so their drinking water in Lake Michigan would stay clean and didn't end up with typhus. But we do divert water in as well.
1: Does Michigan have a particular stance at this point on this kind of application?
0: This community... It lies in a county that straddles the Great Lakes Basin. It is a community in which the Great Lakes Basin runs through it. And the compact is very explicit that communities that lie in what we call straddling counties, counties that lie half in or part in and part out of the basin, can apply under a set of conditions one of the conditions is to put the water back into the Great Lakes Basin.
1: After it's treated, wastewater that's been treated. After
0: it's, right, and brought in under standards. So that's another condition. How is the water brought back in? Does it meet standards? It's a very narrow set of communities that lie within these straddling counties. Are
1: there extenuating circumstances there that prevent it from having its own water supply?
0: The record is that Waukesha is on groundwater wells, and those groundwater wells have been drawn down, and that there is naturally occurring radium. In those groundwater source supply, Waukesha is under a court order to fix the radium problem, to make sure that it has a source of water, however it finds it. It doesn't specify one way or another. It says by 2018 it has to comply with certain standards and the way that they comply with those standards. Waukesha is contending that it wants to go and utilize Great Lakes water.
1: What is the process for the Michigan Department of Environmental Quality?
0: Well, it's a broad review, and it looks at all the different conditions of the compact and says, here's what the compact specifies as a set of standards. What's the return flow? How much is that over time? How much are they taking? How is it being returned? the conservation. There's a series of conditions in the compact that lay out the decision criteria that not just Michigan, but the other six states plus Michigan and then Ontario and Quebec will evaluate against those conditions that were negotiated and approved in the compact.
1: What are the next steps?
0: Michigan will write a, uh, a review of our basis for our technical comments and then the process moves forward at the regional level by which the, the eight states and the two provinces then sit down with each other and start to evaluate how they all collectively see. The beautiful piece of Great Lake is that no one state or province or country owns or you know has exclusive you know sort of management of them. The Great Lakes are best when they're managed best together. One distinction I want to make for you is, It gets a little confusing, but it's important. There are two regional bodies, if you will. One is called the Compact Council. The Compact Council is only made up of the eight states under U.S. federal law. Canadians cannot be part of a U.S. compact. So those eight states have bound themselves together, and any one governor has the opportunity to veto the proposal. So if New York or Pennsylvania or Michigan or Minnesota whoever says no to this proposal, it stops in its tracks. So essentially
1: it has to be unanimous.
0: It has to be unanimous. However, there is three ways that, so say, a vote or a process could go. It can be a no. One state or many states could say no. All states would have to say yes. There is a third opportunity or an option by which it could be a yes with conditions. It doesn't have to just be a yes or no on the merits of the case. It could say, yes, I think this is an approvable project. However, here's one, two, three, four things we need you to do to make sure that you know it meets the standards. So there could be a set of conditions. I don't know if that's going to be the case or not, but I just wanted the public to know that that's another option to say, no, it doesn't even get close. Yes, we think it's approvable on its face. Or yes, it's approvable but but we need the applicant to do these things, of which then the applicant gets to decide if it wants you know, if it wants to move ahead and and can can, you know, meet those conditions or not.
1: Wow, there are litmus tests from a lot of different communities that Waukesha has to deal with before this thing would ever be approved.
0: It does. It's it's complicated. There are no absolute standards. The compact doesn't lay out that, you know, that the average resident in Waukesha only gets X gallons of water and thus its conservation has to get down to that limit. The other body, though, that I wanted to mention is something that I've been referring to called the regional body. So there's a compact council made up of the eight states, the regional body. And and you may notice that under the compact council, the Canadian provinces are missing because they can't be party to that U.S. law. The other entity is called the regional body, and there's 10 jurisdictions that sit on that, the eight states plus the two provinces, and they're bound together by a regional agreement. The regional body could take a vote, and for instance, the two Canadian premiers do not have the same veto authority. So if Ontario says no... It's not the same necessarily as the governor saying no. If the governor says no, the project's done. If the consensus of the regional body is yes, that consensus opinion is transferred or informs the compact council. So the regional body vote will come first by about a month. Then the compact council have the final vote, and I believe that's in the May time frame.